0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, we'll talk to a man who tried cookout for the first time ever. He's lived in North Carolina for eight years, and he finally got around to it today. And there's one
1: thing he didn't do yeah. that I'm going to get mad at. Rookie mistake. I was trying to think of this, obviously, cookout central to us here yeah. in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Or and salem Dennis has never been to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. Where would we need to be for us to shame Dennis for not going to Taco Bell? Like where where was Taco Bell originally?
0: I don't know. I think it's like I think it was a California thing. Okay. I don't know if that's possible. Like what town
1: would we need to be in? Because to like be for like, me Dennis, how have you
0: never had Taco Bell? At this point, I don't think Taco Bell would work. Because like growing up in South Florida, we didn't have Taco Bells. We had Taco Viva. Taco life, you're
1: about that taco life. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes. Eventually, Taco Bell came into to Florida, but I think Taco Viva was the was the actual, you know, chain. Taco Vida Vida life. Vida is life, but Taco Viva.
1: Viva, Viva, Viva.
0: live. It's still the same thing. Okay, so uh, I don't know if that's possible when it comes to
1: Taco Bell. Well, just thinking because we we. Dennis is the the, the king of, you, you were saying, Adam Gold is the king of eccentric food takes. Dennis is yeah. is on the list, man. Well, look,
0: as I've gotten older, um, I try not to food shame, where I end up having... I'm not shaming. I'm saying he has sur- some a, eccentric takes. What I'm saying is the surprise is when you haven't tried something. For instance, we, had talk, we talked to Brad Frisch, mm-hmm. uh, semi-retired PGA
1: golfer. Highwood's Masters champion in 2023. And
0: he claims that he's never had a strawberry or he, he's never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly. I'm like, how? Coffee. You... He's
1: never had coffee either. The
0: coffee thing I can understand, but like a PB&J, were you not a child? At some point, somebody brought a snack it's to It's different in Canada, man. Maybe it is. That's true. Their, their bacon's different. So like it was when, the, when Tom Brady says, I've never had a strawberry before, that's crap because you were a child. At some point during snack time at your preschool, They brought you strawberries. You at least tried it before you say I don't. I don't like it. So, but something like Taco Bell, like yeah, I can see you go with principle now for Dennis. yeah. Now it's on. Yeah, yeah. What's the point now? Well, it just tells me that Dennis has never been that drunk. That's what that tells me. No, can't say I have. So there you go. I mean, I'm being absolutely serious when I say this. There are certain foods that you're more likely to try when you are bombed straight up. And Taco Bell is one of them. And if you don't get hammered, well, chances are it's not been 2 o'clock in the morning. You go, damn it, I need some cookout. I've driven many people at 2 o'clock in the morning to a Taco Bell. See, there you go. Yeah. There's my point. Shout out to uh, Cosmic Cantina off of 9th in Durham where there's a line. Good luck getting up the stairs after you've had a few. All right, let's answer some Hey Joe questions.
2: Joe cracked it on.
0: All right. Hey, Joe, brought
2: to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. From GZ, hey, Joe, NPR says they're going to stop posting content on Twitter. Bet there's no way you'd ever do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Before we answer that, yeah. So apparently, NPR is not going to post anything to their 50, they have 52 official Twitter feeds. And. What? They've got 52. As a news organization for their various shows and things like that, they have 52 different feeds. And they announced today, you can get our stuff everywhere, our app, newsletter, X, you know, XYZ, podcast platforms. We're just not going to post anymore on Twitter because they're tired of the platform having its credibility questioned or sunk because of the new guy who owns it, Elon Musk, uh, which I get where they're coming from. And Now, would I ever stop posting on Twitter? No, but I'm not NPR. I use Twitter differently. I think that's the thing that people are having a hard time. Because I'm of the mind, Joe, maybe it's a hot take, I'm of the mind that news organizations, hard news organizations like NPR, the New York Times, the Washington Post, they should get off Twitter. Not because of who owns it, but because the purpose of Twitter has changed so much that I don't think the value of the place is what you think it is, that you can actually function. Actually, I also think, too, that if your writers, if your journalists spend all that time on Twitter it's probably warping their brains, too, into what actually matters and what doesn't matter. And there's a big echo chamber on Twitter that makes you think something's really big happening when really it's just, like, five people bitching.
1: Yeah, this is you. Sometimes I tell you that you have radio scars Yeah. certain yeah. topics that we get to. And yeah. You know. Let me just tell you, someone who had to make their living writing stories and the last 10 years of that in, like, the digital age, mm-hmm. they're a number one traffic driver for... Uh, for me anyway, at the time at the paper was through social media. That's was through crazy to me. Twitter, specifically, specifically Twitter, specifically. Now Facebook okay. has its own purposes, just as we've seen here at the radio. Sure, there's diff- There's a little bit of a different audience. Twitter, Facebook. Now Twitter has changed mm-hmm. as I've gotten out of the newspaper business, but I would just say to you, NPR, as we know, is a non-commercial model. It's a, it's a yeah. listener-supported. Mm-hmm. Sp- and there's, gov- there's government funding, too. Yeah, like most, so there's but something the, there. But the
0: like 90% of it or whatever is actually listener-supported, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: So I, they're in a little bit different from a commercial sure. radio station. Sure. That we would know that. But also, I would just say most newspapers, one of the biggest drivers for all newspapers, as we're finding out with YouTube, is the NFL. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in an NFL market, hello, Raleigh, Yeah, <laughs> a lot of times you you have to go to the person you want to read the story. Now you could do that with a newsletter, you could do that with an email. There are other ways, yeah, to, do other that. ways to do make it. Make a video, create a link. You, you know, all the all the challenges yeah. that we we face. Yeah. That's not to say you can you can't live without Twitter, but it does make the old way, mm-hmm. makes it a little bit easier. Now, there's other challenges in there too, of like, hey, now I'm sending you a link, you gotta pay for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So th- it has all evolved to your point, and to the point where I look at Twitter and I'm like because you said you like to follow it for, okay, let's give you an example of what I actually use Twitter for. Yeah, now. what do you use it for? Uh, my my friend J C Zemble will send sometimes send me something like, "Hey, did you see? I can't believe uh, what happened with Kyle Filipowski." And I'm like, uh, "I don't know what happened with Kyle Filipowski." So I don't search for a news organization. I go to Twitter and I put Kyle Filipowski's name in. Okay. To see what exactly is happening. Okay. That's how I use Twitter. You said now you like it during games. I hate it during yeah. games as somebody who has hulu yeah. because i am a minute two minutes behind i'll all even a little bit on a little bit of a microcosm level mm-hmm. the g4 gambling group our, our text thread yeah they'll put stuff in there and i'm like guys you are like a, an hour ahead of me right now on this golf uh, tournament why are you spoiling this okay. for me which is why okay. i stay away from twitter during golf tournaments i stay away from it you I know, see. from even even the ncaa tournament i'm like i can't watch this Because I don't want to know the buzzer beater, I want to watch the Saint Peter's game. I want to watch the Purdue FDU game without knowing what happens, even though I know I'm like five to ten minutes behind. I uh, see. I don't like that.
0: So for me, handle it. So for let's, let's we'll play one mental exercise before we move on to the next question. As as it relates to whether or not Twitter is used as like people keep breaking well breaking news, breaking news. Eh, like that's a big shoulder shrug for me. Like I said, my main purpose of using Twitter today. Is actually during sporting events, not necessarily to tweet about the sporting event, but actually as a way to get color, to get some flavor from people who are there. So I'm following specific people who are there to tell me what's Maybe going on. Maybe even when
1: we're there on the seventh floor and other yeah. people are on the court. Yes. Okay, Joe. Now that was
0: for you. Come I know on. it was. I know it was. Now, as far as the breaking news, let's let's play an exercise.
1: Okay. Here. All right. Do you have the ESPN app on your phone? I do. It's a little bit wonky because my phone is a little bit wonky right now, but my wife yeah. does, and okay. she gets updates on like all of our local like, teams. I,
0: I, have, I have ESPN's app set to give me alerts for NC State, Carolina, Duke, the Panthers, and the Canes. Hurricanes. Yes, Sorry, Hornets. Not on my list. And I have the Washington Post app, okay, because I like their sports section. And I also, because I'm an Apple user, I have Apple One, so I get Apple News as well included in my stuff and all those things set up alerts if something happens. So when I keep hearing, well, I need Twitter for breaking news. No, you don't.
1: Because we'll use Kyle Filipowski as the prime example of this. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, John Shire had an opportunity to break that news on our but program. He didn't. chose he not to. But
0: let's say, let's say he did. Okay, let's say that John Shire broke news with us and he said, yeah, Kyle Filipowski's coming back. Yeah. So you and I, as we were having this conversation, we're scrambling and we tweet it out. Okay, that might make us feel good for like two seconds. Sure. But what happens... R A L goes. We got this news. They put the alert out. Then it gets confirmed. ESPN, The Athletic, Washington, but whoever else you you follow an app. What is the? It's mere minutes that occur right. between something that quote unquote breaks on Twitter until your phone lets you know. Oh yeah, by the way, Kyle Filipowski is announcing he's coming back to Duke. And then what do you do with that information? You go, oh cool. And then you move on with your life. So this idea that people are like, well, I need Twitter for breaking news. It- And let's say something's developing. How many times have we seen developing news things happen on Twitter only for those things to be wrong? So sometimes we don't need real-time updates because misinformation ends up getting out there. So I bring this up just to maybe reconsider your relationship with Twitter. The point being is that everybody's developed their habits.
1: Yes. That's
0: what this is about. There's no
1: doubt about that. Everybody's and those habits change, yes. though, as yes. the social media platform
0: changes. And my habits have certainly changed when it comes to consuming media on the internet. Next up,
1: now lean back. Uh-huh. Lean back.
0: from Jerry. Hey
2: Joe, that Jim Phillips ACC Commish extension news sure was timed perfectly ahead of who the Big Ten actually hired <laughs> to be their new commish, right? Yeah, we find we
1: find out that Jim speaking Phillips, of the sausage being made, <laughs> Jim
0: Phillips gets a contract extension announcement, or all the people that he knows break the news that it's happening. You know, Nicole Auerbach, Pete Thamel, et cetera, right? And then today we find out the Big Ten's hiring some former CBS MLB exec who is mostly TV focused.
1: So, huh? Curious, eh? Interesting move by the Big Ten uh, again, getting a guy who's not really. Immersed in college athletics, I know on the uh, on the TV side in one of his many different forms, mm-hmm. he was involved in the creation of the Bowl Championship Series. Yeah, yeah. Or some of that formation. But I kind this is going to sound like me being petty, but the truth of the matter is the, the thing he was most recently doing was running a blog. <laughs> and I'm like, what year is it? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm I am. Indeed, qualified to be the next commissioner of the ACC. Oh, you were, yeah. I'm overqualified, actually, at this point.
0: Well, considering that they've actually taken some of
1: your ideas, I'm overqualified at this point, right? Okay. That's that's where I got that's because it was like it's something with Mike Tannenbaum. Yeah, it's like a service, and I'm like, you mean like a website Mm -hmm. that like has information? Because it was like there are 200 posts daily, and I'm like, you mean a blog? Sounds
0: like a blog. Yeah, don't don't get
1: me started. It's like yeah. No, no. Hey, now I didn't create the BCS. I, I wouldn't take credit for that either if I was him.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All right. Next up. How you doing?
2: All right. Final one from Nick. Hey Joe, have you seen the Mario movie yet?
0: I have not oh. seen the Super Mario Brothers movie yet. I have. Did you use that off
1: day wisely, Cox? Is that what you is that, did? Is that what you're doing? No, yesterday?
2: I did that Saturday. Actually. Ah. Oh, okay. No, I worked yesterday.
1: Remember, he was a working PTO, yeah, for, him. Working PTO for him. He was a working PTO. I understand that, but he has multitasking abilities. Yeah, yeah I know. We, I, I have not seen the Mario movie. I don't. Yet. I go to bed at, at 7 30. Yeah, you're, you're a baby. So I would not be able
0: to see the Mario movie. And then you wake up at Mario. Midnight. Hey. Hey, I'm walking here. So, I mean, look, I've seen some negative reviews of the Mario movie, and it's people complaining that it's not deep. Would, it's a <laughs> Mario movie. It's about a video it's game. It's about a. Yeah, come on, y'all. But I'll tell you, like, real quick, I'll tell you what the worst thing I've seen in relation to the Mario movie. It's the Utes, who weren't around in 1993, making this argument that the live-action Mario movie that starred John Leguizamo and Bob Haskins... Was it Captain Lou Albano? (laughs) No, no, no. Different. That was different. It was Bob Haskins, who was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and John Leguizamo in a live-action Mario movie with Dennis Hopper as Bowser... It was the freakiest thing around. I was 14 years old when that movie came out. And I remember it it landed like a thud because you have all these kids who love Mario and they're like watching this weird drugged-out hallucination of a Mario movie. And it was bad. Like it's legitimately scared kids. Okay. It legit like I know of our audience, people who are Nintendo dudes like me, who's like, yeah, man, I was 10 years old. I went and saw that movie and it freaked me out. So I've seen some some of the the new age reporters talking about, well, if you go and watch the Mario movie from 1993, it took big, bold steps and it was subversive and all this other crap. And this is a classic case of, y'all, I get nostalgia, I love nostalgia, but sometimes you have to admit that something that came from that time frame did suck, okay? And there's no retconning of that time that can make you believe it was truly good or appreciated in that time. No, it was bombed. And I've hit this weird old man point where people are getting waxing nostalgic about stuff that they didn't live, but I did. And I want to scream, that's not how it happened. That's not how that happened.
1: I need you to keep this same energy when we talk about George Carl. Okay. Thank you. Take a quick break. Get a cookout review.
0: Some of you might remember Mikey Wald from last baseball season. He is the true Mets fan in the building. Don't take the imitator Adam Gold. As a, he's a fake Adam. He's a fake Mets fan. Total fake Mets fan. And Ewald got slapped across the face with a giant tortilla uh, from our former producer, Jonathan Rand. I almost forgot his name. He's a Braves fan. So Ewald is now back in studio. Not to talk about the Mets... You were watching the Mets before you came in here, though, right? Yeah,
2: you, you've taken me away from a close game I'm here. sorry. Right. So
0: you and Video Joe are walking down the hallway looking like you're getting into some shenanigans. And I was like, what are you two up to? And you're like, "Go to cookout. I'm like, oh, nice. And But you pointed out this is the first time you've ever gone to cookout? This is the first time Video Joe was able to get me to break
2: out of my shell and go to cookout. All right,
0: question one. <laughs> yeah. When did you move here?
2: Uh, 2015.
0: And you're just now getting around to cookout?
2: Yeah, well, all right, so... Before I go somewhere, I look at the menu online. All right. Right? And the menu for a cookout is really intimidating. I don't know how to read it. It's not just simple like get a single burger, get a double <laughs> burger, cheese, add on some toppings. You got to like follow a flow chart. Uh-huh. There's like, you know, junior menu. Is that a kid menu? I don't know. Is that just smaller? Mm-hmm. I needed somebody there like Video Joe to hold my hand because I was too
0: intimidated <laughs> to order. And then I didn't to know. Your, to, your, to, your, to your credit, the cookout menu is overwhelming.
2: The sides is a quesadilla as a side. That's the beauty, though. I know, but I'm used to going somewhere and getting a quesadilla as my meal. Here it is, a corn dog as a side.
0: Hell yeah, man!
1: I
2: mean, I got onion rings and fries. I went basic. Oh, that's so basic. I was nervous. Guys. I panicked. I didn't even get a shake. I
1: was gonna say. How did you not
2: get a shake? <laughs> I panicked. This menu staring at me. I'm in the drive-through. There's a car in front of me. A car behind me. We didn't. I thought no, we were going really...
0: you know what your problem is. You went with the wrong Joe. I should have. You know what? I, should, I had a sensible salad at lunch. Oh. Well. I should have gone with you. Yeah, to walk you through because Video Joe let you down. He did. He was there. At in the least he got the onion seat.
2: rings, though. Yeah. I, I tried to even get him to order. He was in the passenger seat. Order across for me because yeah. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. But they couldn't hear him, so I still had to relay. Like you know, how to play that game. All but right. it was I was super intimidated. I didn't know. I didn't know the flow of the menu. Is a double burger going to be too big? Look, now I'm getting two big sides. I don't know. You know, I don't want to have too much food here. Should I get the junior burger? I'm a big guy. I like to eat, but I could fill up pretty quick. Am I going to stress eat during the Met game? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I regret not getting a shake though, but there were like thirty-seven shakes on this menu yeah, as, yeah. As, as I'm like sweating, ordering. You know,
0: and you can combine the flavors too. Really, I would highly recommend the Reese's peanut butter cup and Oreo. Put those two together.
2: Really, that's money. wow. That's actually a game changer. See, see, I'm used to going to like Dairy Queen and trying I don't know to why people on. don't invite
0: me to lunch. <laughs>
1: Oh, is that what this is? Why don't people invite me? To That's lunch, what Joe? this yeah,
2: is. You say no a lot. I've invited you before.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you. And I don't deal with <laughs> I don't you. I don't
2: deal with rejection well. So you know, no. there's the truth. And this guy yeah. he will just go to the waffle house only. So I don't ask him anymore. This is true. And you, yeah. you're That's like, you know, eh, I got my salad. I'm all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I did have my salad. So, today. see? Yeah. Um. All right. So what did you order? Order. What was the full? Did um, you get the tray?
2: I took a picture of it because I <laughs> I thought you might ask that. So I took so a you picture. Don't remember of the what you ordered? No.
0: Oh, okay. All Let's right. see the receipt.
2: I ordered a, a big double tray, which All wasn't right. that big. It was just two cheeseburgers. Yeah, I got cheese, grilled onions, mayo, ketchup, pickles, and lettuce. Nice. And then I got onion rings and Cajun fries. Yes, you Cajun. went Cajun fries. Good at call. At yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. And, the only thing uh, you screwed up was the drink, Mister Pib.
1: That's what I'm saying. The only thing you screwed yeah. up was the drink.
0: I, so could I have gotten the shake for? Free? You could have gotten Mister Pibb fl- there's an, a float. There's an, you could have gotten a float. That's mm. true. But mm. no, the shake is an add on. Like look, when I was when I was at NC State. You could go to cookout, have a $5 bill, and get a full-on tray with a shake. It was under 5 bucks, but, you know, inflation. Um, so things are a little bit more expensive now, now me, but it's still cheap in the grand scheme of things. Back
2: on Long Island, and Joe might relate to this. I think they might be in Jersey, too. That was like White Castle for me. Yeah. We don't have White Castle here. I can't go get a sack of burgers, you yeah, know, you, 10 burgers you, for like 5 bucks. You gotta But also
1: to- a, very, a very simple menu. Yeah, simple I would menu. Like burgers, right? And fries. Yeah. Although well, like... then
2: they added chicken rings, which are really good.
1: Ooh. Chicken rings? Yeah,
2: chicken rings. It's like an onion an onion but...
0: ring, but of chicken? chicken. Yeah, pretty good. What? Really good. I want this now.
2: <laughs> really good. I
0: mean, because like Burger King's got chicken fries, right? Now, which I've had. They're fine. Yeah.
2: Now picture it in the form of a ring. I'm in love. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want this now. Next, when are we... when's the ACC tournament back in New York? Never. <laughs> this upsets me. All right. Pinstripe bowl. We'll have to yeah, get we'll the call that. up. Um, how much of a turnaround time do you need before we go back to cookout?
2: Um, yeah, how was the burger, though? Oh, no, the burger was great. Yeah, it yeah, was really, good. I burger's really enjoyed that. That's like one of those places I feel like when I'm in the mood for a burger, I'll go now.
0: It's so just easy. Brownlow once went quad dog. Four Ooh. hot dogs. Wow. Ate all of them. She had regrets. My brother usually goes quad dia. You four quesadillas? Four quesadillas.
2: What is up with these quads?
0: Because, well, because you can get, as a tray, you can get the, you know, you can get a quesadilla as the main, but then you can also have quesadillas as the side. But you can get the different flavors of quesadilla. They even have, like, a chorizo-based wow. quesadilla, too.
2: See, that how, now that's not explained on the menu, so how am I supposed
0: to know that? Well, it's like when people go to In-N-Out. Like, what do you mean there's a secret menu? That happens. Because yeah. you got to go with somebody who's been. Right. you got to go with somebody who's been drunk, driven to cookout, like I have multiple times, and be able to understand the, the next
1: video is going to be you Chris Mike to ask obvious to go to cookout and him being like uh actually I got to do the beer podcast today um, actually I got to go get uh the the tire pressure checked in the in the third tire uh the spare tire that I have in the back actually you know I got, I I left my wallet at nice price uh records <laughs> that's actually so happened. i i i can't make it today yeah. that, that'll be the next video yeah. that we do yeah that's fine he's talking a big game what i'm getting at right now is yeah, he's talking a big he game knows. but yeah. he will never actually go with
0: you that is incorrect because what's the one equalizer here is it for the content mm-hmm. uh, then we're gonna freaking do it <laughs> which means christmas mike yeah but you do have to go you have christmas to go mic. as christmas mike all right, can we do it in July then? So at least it's yes. like a Christmas in yeah. July. Yeah, Italian. absolutely. All right, All right. absolutely. Um, I'm in. All right. Mike Ewald, the Thanks. e Eweezy. E- let's go, Mets. Yeah, yeah, let's go. It's oh, a yeah, business. business. It, is, it, is, okay. it is April 12th, so the Mets are still good. Yeah.